Welcome to the Fitz Group Podcast for its members and our community at large. Our desire is to create a connection with our audience, communicate through seasons of transition, and empower you to make your business all you dreamed it would be. Join us now for the next episode of the story that will be told with our hosts, Fitz and Heather. We welcome you back today. Yep. We are excited to be here with you because we know more than ever, um, people need people. Yeah. We have found ourselves in a season and time as a culture and society that we have, um, we've been more isolated. And um, so Fitz and I are just continuing to come to you in this format in hopes of um, encouraging you right where you are, helping you meet your goals and objectives and um, get some forward traction, even though you might be facing resistance. Mm. Um, We're doing that through just sharing with you about our personal experiences, talking to you about topics that we are passionate about and um, hoping Really, you do just as you do these, you just kind of hope and pray that somehow, some way, um, we can make, it, make your day better. It's really yep. all we're after. So we're excited to be here today. Today, we are going to talk about the importance and power of creating meaning for those that you lead. Mm. And um, for us, we lead, for us, that means leading employees. We lead um, a sales force. We also lead our children at home. And, um, and so it's important that we know how to create meaning because I feel like more than ever, we're in a society that is really based upon your performance and your accolades and um, it's subject to your results. That's, that's how you decide your value or your meaning is based upon what were my results this week. Mm. Um, and I will <coughs> tell you as a parent, for those of you that are also out there parenting, I come up against this a lot because I'm trying to help my children understand their worth separate from the way that they perform in school, the way they perform in sports, whether or not they receive this accolade, that reward. Those things are just bonus and benefits for their hard work, but it actually has nothing to do with the meaning or the value of who they are. Mm. And so I feel like when I am trying to coach them or teach them, in fact, in the mornings, when I go in to wake them up, I am often like, I'll be like, oh, today it's Wonderful Wednesday. Mm. You've got breath in your (coughs) lungs. You've got a life to live. And I'm always talking to them about how they have a way they get to contribute by making somebody else's life better today. And they have an opportunity to grow in any circumstance. And that's what I'm always focusing them on is how they can create meaning in their daily life. And I think it's important when you are out there, because I I mean, I get it. When you're running a business or you're out there in a sales type job, you know, being able to bring in the dollars, being able to get the results, it's important. Um, You need that in order to survive and sustain your business. So I'm not shortchanging results, but I do think that we can actually shortchange the results when we fail to create meaning Mm in our lives when we're doing it for the wrong motivation. Mm. And so um, we're going to talk a little bit today about how to do that. And I think that 
the biggest tip that Fitz and I are going to give you about how to create meaning is you have to talk to them and you have to ask them what kind of legacy do they want to leave behind. And you're asking them essentially how do you want to contribute and what do you want to be known for within this organization. Mm. And it's important that you ask them <coughs> and let them choose and then you help equip them and guide them towards their goals. It's also so important that we give people room mm. to fail and not to over micromanage, right? Yeah. Um, you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, that's a tough one for me. I, I know that me personally, I, I call it autonomy. That's one of my favorite words. I love autonomy. I just want to be left the heck alone. I want to do my thing, right? And um, and yet I'm a small business owner and I don't know any small business owner that isn't a bit of a control freak. And so um, one of my favorite podcasts is Craig Groeschel, his Craig Groeschel Leadership Podcast. Uh, I, I talk about it, I've talked about it before and I'm going to continue talking about it. I started learning from him this, this whole move of uh, when somebody comes into my office with a problem and I go, well, how would you, ha he, he responds with, how would you handle that? You know what? I trust you to handle that. And the first time I heard him say that, I thought, he's lost his mind. Like, that guy is crazy. How in the world? What if it doesn't work out? And that's sort of the point. Like, what if it doesn't work out? So what? I, I, I trust the people that I have around me to figure out how to make it work out. Mm -hmm. Right? I trust them. And if I don't trust them to do that, why do I have them around me? Mm -hmm. And I'm talking about, I'm thinking about staff right now, like with, with staff. I mean, at, for me, I, I had, I've had a tough time giving up things that I like to manage, that I like to watch. And it, it is, it's a struggle for me. It's something I continually fight to give them that room. But what I have found is when you do give them that room, people step up mm -hmm. and fill that gap and, and will surprise you. Most of the time, they're going to surprise you with the results they get. Sometimes you're not going to be surprised because you expected them to get that kind of result. But I know with agents, for example, I, I don't, I, I tell, I mean, I have agents say, well, can you, can you hold me accountable? And can you do, I know, man, you're creating a whole job for me. I only got so many, so much time and so many agents I can handle. Like, no, I can't, I can't micromanage you. What I'm going to do is give you freedom to do, I, you tell me where you want to go. I'm going to tell you the steps that you need to, do, to take to get there, and I'm going to step out of the way and let you do it. I say a lot of times, um, you know, before we had kids, we were raising 50-year-old insurance agents, and we learned then what we apply now with our kids. With our kids, we will do for our kids until they can do for themselves, and then we get out of the way. We no, do we the try. same. We try. <laughs> then we do the same thing. With, I try to do the same thing with the agents, though. Like, look, you tell me where you want to go. I'll show you how to get there. I'll equip you mm -hmm. to get that done, but then I'm going to let you do because I have found that most people, like me, love the autonomy. Mm -hmm. They love to be left the heck alone. I'm a grown adult, man. Let, I can do this. Let me do it. And they're begging for that. And so as a leader, if we'll just allow them to do that. And listen, when they trip and fall and skin their knee, you pick them back up. You love on them a little bit for trying. And then you help them figure out how to not skin their knee again. And then back off again. Right? Yeah. Well, the irony, I think, in that situation as leaders is we know personally what prepared us to lead mm. was, in fact, the biggest things that prepared us were our failures mm. and the lessons we learned through our failures. Mm. And yet we will, 
in unintentionally shortchange those that we lead from having those experiences of failing and then growing by doing it wrong first until they figure out how to do it right um, so that they can also you know grow and that sense of accomplishment or growth is such a, a key element to creating meaning yeah um well, and with creating meaning too, you said something earlier, kind of, kind of stuck in my head. Like as a personal producer, it maybe, maybe you're like, man, I need to pay my bills, so I'm gonna go out there, I'm gonna make some phone calls, I'm gonna book some appointments, I'm gonna make some sales and get that money. I need that money. But listen, if you don't, at some point in you, develop that meaning of something bigger than a commission check, you're right. not gonna be in the industry for long. The, 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 the business has to go from your head to your heart, where you realize that you're there protecting this family mm -hmm. from potentially what's going to be the worst day in their life mm -hmm. when their their spouse dies or their kid dies or they die and how's that going to financially impact the world they're leaving behind you have to take on that bigger meaning or it gets really hard mm -hmm. to continue on you know in our in our office they in our office will they off the staff often hears me say and they they say it too I make money by helping you make money. That's the bigger vision I have here. I'm not, the bigger meaning I have here is I'm not doing this to benefit me and my family. I'm doing it to benefit you and your family. And fortunately, my financial engine is tied to that. Right. And so by doing the bigger meaning, I'm, I'm able also to su supply for my family. Right. Yeah, I think, and I think one other important way that we can create meaning for those that we lead is uh, by reminding them and, and allowing them to be part of the reward mm. of the success that the company feels or that you're, you know, part of the reward. Um, for example, again, with our children, when, um, when, when Alec travels, and he's off and he's helping someone else be successful, helping someone else make money. Mm -hmm. I would let my children know when they were young and be like, I don't want daddy to go. And I would tell them, okay, but he's going to help, you know, Mr. Joe in Seattle. And that means you're helping Mr. Joe in Seattle by allowing him to go. Mm. Um, or with our employees, you know, like um, Fitz highlighted in one of the previous podcasts, you know, an um, agent that just had their best month ever in income. You know, when we have those successes, we let the employees know that, that they're a part of that person's success. Yeah. Now, this is always, an, it's, it's an interesting, um, it, it kind of has two sides of the coin because this is a way that we all can say, hey, I contributed to that process. So it creates meaning for us as leaders um, or as, as people involved in the process. But it is an interesting conundrum because I've, we've also seen a lot in this industry, almost this weird like war or fight over the credit mm. of who did what to help that person be successful. <laughs> and um, we've also learned along the way that, that the people who are successful in small business, um, they are unique. They are an anomaly. And um, they, are, they go out there and they make it happen. And, you know, I never want to take away from everything that they did by claiming like somehow we did it. But I think everybody understands when we're talking about legacy and what do you want to be known for? Like Fitz said, we want to be known for helping people make money. We want to be leaders of leaders, people who we don't, we don't just help other people make money, but we help them teach other people how to make money. Mm. That's the kind of legacy that we want to be a part of. And those that are helping us build that vision here in our office, 
um, our children at home, we can say to them, hey, when someone's having success, hey, you were a part of building that culture, that machine that helped create that success. The other thing that I do want to say, just as a closing note about this point, is that I think it's also important, like I said in the very beginning, we can get a little too focused on the results. So mm. we're just so excited about all of our top producers. But every single person who attends any single one of our mm. meetings or functions, they create meaning by their presence mm. and by being there. They bring something special. And we tell them all the time, you're part of the family. You know, you may have to earn your way into the top spots on the team, right. but being here makes you part of the family. Man, and when you say that, I can't help but think back to the, the early days and a, a, an agent that we had on board here. It was, he had done well in his career. He had um, was retired and got his insurance license. And just really, he would show up here on Tuesday mornings for our sales meeting, and he'd eat some donuts and drink some coffee. And uh, he didn't really do a whole lot. You know, he might make a sale here or there, but he really wasn't focused on selling insurance. And new agents would come, and they would talk to him. And at first, I, I mean... I don't know that even me, I didn't see the bigger picture. And at first I kind of cringed like, oh, they're talking to that guy who never sells anything. What in the world is he going to say to him? And, and, and so I, I kind of started eavesdropping when he would have conversations. And what I heard him saying was, oh, the Fitz group is just amazing. And Fitz and Heather, you're just going to love them. And, and, and this is just the best place that I've ever been around. I've been in corporate America for 40 years. And they just, it just makes me feel so welcome. And then you'd inevitably hear that new agent say, well, how are you doing? What kind of money are you making? And the guy's like, oh, I don't make any money here. <laughs> the first time I was like, oh, it's horrible. He's like, oh, I don't make any money here. But they make me feel so welcome. I just wanted a place to come hang out. They give me donuts. They give me coffee. They're so nice to me. And, okay, and we get to go to lunch every now and then. And it's just, I enjoy the environment. I enjoy being around. Now, did I get wealthy off of that guy? I think I did. He played part of that part. He played a role in, in the greater thing that we were working on. And, uh, y hey, you need football players and you need cheerleaders and you need people in the stands. You need all of those things to have a really exciting football game. And uh, what role do you play? I mean, I can't help but think about players like that. It's easy to highlight the ones who are knocking out the personal production and, and they're killing it and they're making all this money. But uh, the, the people who are filling in the gaps and standing there for us, that's the family that makes everybody feel so welcome. And it's, it's part of the bigger meaning. So my recommendation is, if you want to learn how to create meaning, if you want to discover your part in our bigger meaning that we have going on here, you need to get around the family. You need to get around us. The way you do that is uh, come tie into your, uh, your team, your, your manager's uh, success call they do on a weekly basis. Tie into our, our uh, uh, sales meeting that we do on Tuesday mornings. Uh, jump on the dial sessions that we do. Join the, the new agent boot camp uh, that we do on the second Tuesday of every month and be mm -hmm. a part of that. The quarterly meetings that we have going on every quarter. Get around it and learn how you are. Not learn how you can be. Learn how you already are a part of the bigger picture and learn how you can play a bigger part mm -hmm. of the bigger picture right that's right i think as we are able to more clearly define meaning and how we can contribute and grow um, then all of a sudden what we're going to find is our results will come yeah absolutely hey now that you know you, you know, know.